say one thing to your children. I know some really great ice cream places around here. And Daddy owes you. Talk to me afterwards. Ah, yes, Creepy Daddy. Well, they're always going for the kids, aren't they? Why is it always the kids? Have you noticed the Democrat Party? We ought to get a restraining order for any registered Democrat. And every every child on the planet, all the children must be protected. The Democrats are on the loose. Should really put a leash on them. Should be uh, some kind of a, you know, they shouldn't be allowed within a thousand feet of schools. Among other things. Well, happy Thursday to you and uh, welcome. We remain at 888-630-9625, 888-630-9625. And uh, there is a word in the English language that a great many journalists are apparently entirely unfamiliar with uh, at CNN. And Jake Tapper, he's a former Democrat Party Capitol Hill staffer. He worked for the crazy woman that uh, the, the uh, Democrat member of Congress from Pennsylvania whose son married Chelsea Clinton. So they're going to have uh, kids that look like Webb Hubble. That's going to be weird, isn't it? Kind of an uncomfortable situation. And uh, uh, and uh, also the, uh, the her, uh, her husband went to prison because he was a corrupt member of Congress. But never mind that. Jake Tapper, former Democrat Capitol Hill staffer, he, uh, he doesn't know the word rigor. He doesn't know the word rigor. Uh, not R-I-G-O-R, uh, but uh, rigor like you work on an oil rig or, uh, or you rig an election. And if anyone should use that word, then you're obviously a Klansman, a racist. It's completely crazy. It's not even a dog whistle. Wait till you hear CNN and MSDNC. They've pounced on it because uh, President Trump used a word and uh, they decided to attack him and call him a racist. It's, just, it's, uh, it's quite an amazing story. I've got to say, <laughs> and it would be, it is, our, our media is so demented. They're so mentally unstable. They're so, well, I guess they're Democrats, so it, uh, it uh, speaks for itself, doesn't it? It's just extraordinary. But I'll share this with you, uh, Jake Tapper, and they got to, who is that? Alyssa Farah Griffin, and, and they've got uh, a team of people on, uh, on CNN that, uh, and on MSDNC. They got the Reverend Al Charlatan in there. He should be going around calling people racists. That's pretty funny. Uh, that's like the pot calling the kettle black. Uh-oh. See, that was racist, too, because everything is when it comes to the Democrats, who are, of course, the party of the Confederate States of America and the white knights of the Ku Klux Klan and every Jim Crow law ever, the party of lynching and standing in schoolhouse doors and kicking you out of the Woolworths luncheonette counter. But pay no attention because they get to write the history. And guess what? In their telling of uh, history. That's not them, except that it is. Uh, extraordinary stuff. So we've got uh, this. Uh, wait till you hear this. You're, gonna, you're going to be a gog and a guest, as I was as well. Two-year anniversary of the uh, disaster in Kabul uh, that Joe Biden arranged for and 13 Americans murdered by a radical Islamic jihadi terrorist suicide bomber Uh, with the help of the Biden administration and the Democrats and his feckless military leadership as well. Joe Biden lets two-year anniversary of the fall of Kabul pass in silence. You know, and you ask him about Maui and maybe a 1,000 or 1,300 Americans dead or something, at least uh, that many still missing. 
Uh, and uh, you, you get a no comment with a smile and a wave on him. He, uh, he doesn't care about that. But now he's going to go to Maui on Monday. Don't worry about that. He's going to take a few hours off from his vacation in Lake Tahoe on the Nevada side, obviously, like the Corleone family. And then he's going to race back to Tahoe, and they've extended his vacation since it had to be interrupted with this annoying nuisance stop in Hawaii, in Maui. And you saw Joe Biden day before yesterday tried to remember the name of the island, Maui, but he couldn't come up with it. You see him? He is not a smart man. He was also babbling yesterday and yelling like uh, Abe Simpson and and uh, sounded like a crazy person. And then and then going for the children with ice cream. <laughs> I can show you where the good ice cream is. Is it in Nancy Pelosi's uh, Sub-Zero refrigerator? Just curious. An ABC News Ipsos poll is out, and they asked a question. How confident are you that the U.S. Justice Department is handling its investigation of Hunter Biden in a fair and nonpartisan manner? And I've got the uh, answer uh, for you. That'll be coming up. Do you think charges against Trump are politically motivated or not? Keeping in mind this is ABC News, ABC News. And Joe Biden is taking action now. To see to it, you know, we captured Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, uh, codenamed Bluto, you know, the September 11th mastermind. That's We always uh, abuse and, and uh, overuse the word mastermind. He's no mastermind. You plotted to murder people. Uh, doesn't take a mastermind. Just takes a bloodthirsty ghoul uh, and a little time, you know. But uh, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed in our custody uh, and uh, facing the death penalty. But Joe Biden is intervening because... Uh, he's thinking maybe maybe not that maybe that'd be too harsh the death penalty for college Sheikh Mohammed that might be too much that might be a bridge too far and if it's a bridge too far you should probably put Pete Buttigieg on the job don't you think because he can spot a racist bridge uh, miles away and we got that so Biden administration tells 9/11 families that attack mastermind could be spared death penalty because. You know, they reserve that for helpless, innocent little babies in the womb by the millions. But College Sheikh Mohammed, and they harvest their organs. But College Sheikh Mohammed, no, he should live on and on because the Democrats, the Democrats. And uh, Maui chief, they've got a chief in Maui, uh, doesn't regret not activating the sirens during the wildfire. You know, they've had articles written about their siren system, how it may be the best in the world and certainly the best in Hawaii, best in the United States probably. Maybe the best in the world. But when uh, this calamity, this catastrophe happened, the Democrats there decided, oh, well, you know, we don't need to sound the siren system. We don't need that. We'll just text people, see if that works out. And Hawaii locals lash out against Biden's visit to Maui after wildfires. Uh, you know, they're, uh, we don't need your help. Get out of here. You haven't helped us so far. But the so-called news media, Jake Tapper is not talking about that and calling Joe Biden racist. He should call him racist because he's a racist, and he's a racist racist. What kind of racist is he? The racist kind of racist. That's uh, Joe Biden. He didn't want his kids going to school in a racial jungle, just to name one thing. His pal Robert Sheets Bird, as he's known. But uh, we'll get back to that. And uh, San Francisco, the Democrats have done such a great job in San Francisco that uh, they've got, what do they pay, Michael, for that building? I think it was $144 million to build the Nancy Pelosi building. Might even be called the Speaker Nancy Pelosi building because it's like North Korea. But it turns out it's in downtown San Francisco in a neighborhood called the Tenderloin. You know, you probably don't want to live in a neighborhood named for a cut of beef. 
I don't, uh, I don't know. You know, oh no, I, are you in the tenderloin? No, I'm in the prime rib. I'm in the prime rib section. I'm the ground chuck. See, because the tenderloin has now become the ground chuck section of uh, the city. But the Speaker Nancy Pelosi building there, they've got Nancy Pelosi's district office is in there, and, uh, and there are lots of Democrat organizations where they, you know, uh, groom children but not forests and uh, things like that. But Nancy Pelosi building, too unsafe, too dangerous for federal workers to work there. The Department of Health and Human Services has, has declared, uh, and it's, it's uh, too dangerous because the neighborhood is too dangerous. The commute is too dangerous. So they've told not only Nancy Pelosi's congressional staff in her district office in San Francisco, but everyone that works in the skyscraper to work from home and don't come in anymore because the Democrats have made San Francisco, one of the world's great cities, so filthy and so disgusting and so dangerous that they don't want anybody coming in anymore because they're pretty sure they'll be murdered or worse. So well, they got that, for, and, and it's a great one from the Washington Free Beacon, not a parody. They've got uh, not a parody. The headline begins, government employees told to work from home due to rampant crime outside the Nancy Pelosi Federal Building in San Francisco. You know, they call it, what is it, the death loop or the doom loop? The doom loop because they're in a, a downward spiral. You ever notice that nobody's ever in an upward spiral? Now, maybe stunt pilots in biplanes or something upward. Otherwise, everything's a, and I don't think you really, it seems redundant to say downward spiral, but that's the term that we tend to use. Uh, San Francisco doom loop, doom loop, this is what they call it, that it's, uh, and the Democrats are doing this in cities all over America because they're not liberals, they're the left. They're pro-criminal. They're pro-crime. They want more murder. They want more carjackings. They despise the police. They would lynch all the police, and they would give awards to all of the murderers and uh, the child kidnappers because, you know, that's their kids. That's the Democrat Party. Pretty amazing stuff. But they've uh, it's called the Doom Loop in San Francisco. It's been labeled that way. And uh, now they've got tours going on in San Francisco, you know, like in Alexandria, Virginia, just across the mighty Potomac River from Washington, D.C., they have uh, ghost tours. You can go to because it's been there for quite a while uh, by American standards. And um, and you can go in there and they, people say this house is haunted and this park is haunted and stuff. So you can take the ghost tour in Alexandria, Virginia. You can uh, take uh, tours of Georgetown in Washington, D.C., and, you know, the Liberty uh, Trail tour in Boston. Well, now San Francisco walking tour doesn't highlight uh, the, the city's best locations, but the worst. And uh, it's called the Doom Loop Tour. And a guy's made a business out of it where I will bring you around the city of Washington, probably a double-decker bus you want to be on the second floor, and bring you to all of the nightmarish scenes with the junkies and the crazy homeless people who've been cast onto the street to die by the Democrats. And the Doom Loop Tour is a new tourist attraction in San Francisco. Um, it's, you know, they got like junkie tourism, right? Mental illness tourism, which is a couple of big areas. Those are a couple of big areas in San Francisco. And now they have the Doom Loop Tour. So I'll get to that, too. Uh, speaking of which, in New York, they had their anti-rat day of action in Harlem, of all places, their anti-rat day of action. And 
and a woman who's a neighborhood activist. She is an activist. Uh, isn't everybody an activist now? Are you an activist, Michael? Yeah, a little bit maybe. Maybe a little bit. Rats the size of crocs. Rats the size of crocs, says the, uh, the neighborhood activist woman in New York City. The size of crocs? But uh, that requires a, a little bit more explanation. It's uh, rats the size of crocs. It's crazy uh, stuff. And uh, then I mentioned it before, Donald Trump called out for racist dog whistle and rant against Georgia prosecutors. Have you seen the, uh, the uh, uh, county clerk's office put a woman out? Her first name is Che, C-H-E, like uh, Che Guevara. You ever heard of anybody else named Che uh, other than Che Guevara? But the woman's name is Che. Uh, and, of course, the prosecutor there is the daughter of a Black Panther who is a radical extremist. It's a terrorist group, a racist terrorist group, the Black Panthers. And, and her father, she's very proud, was a, a Black Panther. Then he became a lawyer, so he was a Black Panther lawyer. See how that goes? Yeah, so the racist dog whistle, <laughs> and, and wait till you hear the media stuff on this. This is, this is really amazing, uh, I've got to say. Uh, they, they use the words, but they don't know what they mean. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And, of course, this, um, this uh, crazy Fannie Will- Willis, the prosecutor down there, who's indicted President Trump for making phone calls and booking rooms and, and things like that, indicted uh, 19 people, the White House chief of staff, She's not a commie or anything, but pay no attention to that. Uh, and um, Willis, uh, Willis uh, Fanny, they say it's Fanny. You're supposed to say Fanny and not Fanny. It's F-A-N-I. That's like Kiev, not Kiev, right? Paris, not Paris. This is, uh, this is your Democrat party. They're mentally ill on every level imaginable. It's extraordinary. So she proposes March 4th for the start of President Trump's Georgia uh, trial. And that, uh, just coincidentally, is the day before Super Tuesday in the Republican primary. Not that she's interfering with the election. She's trying to rig the election. What does that make her, Michael? I got that coming up. Yeah, and the Fulton County clerk, um, whose uh, her parents named her Che. Either that or she adopted the name Che, like Che Guevara. And... Uh, Hey, if you were an illegal alien and you had been convicted of murdering 11 people in, let's say, a Latin American country, where would you go to look for work? You know, if you had been convicted of murdering 11 people. I've got that coming up because I know. And uh, then Montgomery County in Maryland, uh, three school districts in New Jersey, and uh, your Democrat Party and children and their genders. The Democrat Party is coming not only for your children, but for their genders, for their genitalia. This time, not just to grope, but maybe to sever and put in a mayonnaise jar, leave on Funkin' Wagnall's porch since noon today. Amazing stuff. Leonard Bernstein movie coming out, and uh, believe it or not, there's controversy there. Amazing stuff. And uh, who's responsible for the 10 dogs that drowned at the doggy daycare center in Washington, D.C. They care a lot about dogs at the Washington Post, but not about people. We are at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com.
Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Rats the size of crocs. Racial slurs, it's like rhyming slang. You know, they do rhyming slang and in England and uh, the Democrats here in the United States. They, uh, the party of lynching and standing in schoolhouse doors loves to call everybody racist. It's uh, part of their therapy, I think. It's not working, however. Let's, uh, let's, go, to the, uh, let's go to the telephones. What do you say? Let's uh, let's go to let's go. Hey, there's Jason. Let's go to Jason calling from Kensington, Maryland. Jace, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, good day, Chris. How you going, mate? Just great. How about you? Pretty good. Hey, I was listening to your show the other night, and there was an Australian girl on there from I think Texas that was complaining about the American flags being posted around town, and um, I got a feeling that uh, you know I've got some options for her. She could probably go back to Australia. She'd probably find a lot more friendlier there and um and also too this maui reaction from joe biden is all you need to know about this administration and who they care for i mean they dole out money you know as fast as they can to ukraine but these poor people in the maui are sitting there you know waiting for for help and he's just slow walking everything i mean it just shows you where his loyalties lie yeah he is not on our side is he no, no. It's a, and these people vote for this. I mean, I just don't get why people vote for this. And it's, you know, they're, they're the people that follow people like, what's it, the original no jab, no job, Harvey Weinstein and Jeffrey Epstein and all these sort of people. That's all that, that's their party there. It's like, you know, I just, I don't get it. I mean, it's uh No jab, no job. No jab, no job, Harvey Weinstein. That's the, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they knew about it for decades, the Democrats, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's who they run with, you know, and, it's, and you, these people keep voting for it. I just don't get it. Well, you know, uh, it, it marries up uh, with the fact that last year we had the highest suicide rate in the history of the country. Did you know that, Jason? And and uh, and uh, Democrats vote for Joe Biden and uh, and similar people. I, I got I ran out of time. I got to explain the Australian woman in Texas. too many American flags. Like they're on houses, they're on cars, saw them on couch cushions. Like, I don't know who's making these American flags, but they'd be making a bloody fortune. Uh, this is a, uh, an Australian woman who's been living in Texas. This is what Jason uh, was just talking about a moment ago. He wanted to apologize for this Australian woman who uh, is living in Texas, and she complained and made a TikTok video, naturally, with the help of the communists in China and TikTok made a video and posted it on Al Gore's Amazing Internet saying that she's uh, outraged and annoyed and uh, aggravated by the fact that Americans fly American flags. And they have American flags on pillows and American flags on boats and American flags, and and she can't stand it. I think we should just turn uh, uh, Australia over to the uh, the Japanese. 
I'm going to say the Chinese, but it's, you know, in World War II, uh, we saved them from the Japanese, didn't we? I'm like, you're the only country that I know that does this. Like, the only time I think I've ever seen an Australian flag is, like, on the Harbour Bridge. Could not tell you what it looks like. Like, I know it's, like, blue and it's got some stars on it. But I, I think I could draw the American flag from memory. Like, I think I could make a bloody sculpture out of it. I doubt it. You don't sound very bright. Yeah, and then you could salute it, you, you Australian uh, dimwit, you numbskull. Uh, and this is kind of so this woman posted the video on TikTok, and, uh, and it didn't go over very well, suffice to say. And, and that's why our friend Jason, and Jason's a great American, uh, originally from Australia, and, and Jason called in to say, I apologize for her, and, uh, you know, for all Australians, I apologize for this woman. But it was kind of a great moment because Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who likes to send illegal aliens to the northeastern United States of America where I live, which is pretty funny, i got to say. Texas Governor Greg Abbott uh, told an Australian woman who complained about too many American flags to go back to Australia in response to uh, her social media post. And her name is Mia Chloe. That kind of tells you everything you know you need to know. Done it. Mia, M-I-A-C-H-L-O-E, Mia Chloe. is uh, She's got two first names. And uh, Mia Chloe, uh, she has a, a, a username that I won't bother to share with you on the TikTok. And she often posts about uh, traveling the world on a budget uh, and no, uh, uh, no brain cells. It's actually what it says, according to her account page. So, you know, everything comes together now. Traveling the world on a budget and no brain cells. That's a poor grammar as well. And in the video, which she posted several days ago, talks about the abundance of American flags she observed during her travels in the United States. And, you know, I'm just going to say it. There are too many American flags. They're on houses. They're on cars. Some on couch cushions. You're the only country I know that does this. First of all, that's not true. Um, I've been to Australia. I think there are lots and lots of Australian flags in Australia, and with good reason. Australia's a great country. And Australians should be proud of their country and their heritage and all that good stuff. Uh, I'll tell you what, you go a lot of places. There are a lot of countries. They fly the flags everywhere, <clears throat> even in France. Pause, pause, pause. Even in fr- which is, you know, France, which is French. They have uh, French flags all over the place, which can you imagine? That's uh, that's the thing. And then she admitted that uh, when it comes to the Australian flag, she says, I couldn't not even tell you what it looks like. I know it's blue. It's got some stars on it. Well, I can tell you it's a blue field and it has the Union Jack in the uh, uh, upper corner and it has the uh, Southern Cross, which is an astrological um, uh, configuration in the sky. Uh, There's a Stephen Stills song about it because he's a big sailor. But never mind that. So this woman... (laughs) Just decided to insult it. And, and then Greg Abbott, I thought it was uh, very, very funny of Greg Abbott to uh, just go to Twitter and, and very succinctly, very, very cleverly just wrote, go back to Australia. <laughs> it wasn't, you know, it wasn't harsh or anything. It was, he's a busy guy, so he didn't, uh, he didn't spend a lot of time on it. He just tweeted, go back to, excuse me, he ex-posted on the X Twitter. I'm going to call it X Twitter from now on because everybody still calls it Twitter, but uh, the owner calls it X. So it's formerly, it's the artist formerly known as Twitter. And so I'm going to call it X Twitter and call the posts X posts. 
I'm working on a new lexicon since we're throwing out the English language as we know it uh, pretty much every day. Yeah, go back to Australia. So that was funny. <laughs> and that's what Jason was calling about. Now let's get to the lunatics. Which lunatics, Chris? You're right. That's a fair question. The Democrat lunatics. Which Democrat lunatics, Chris? Okay, you're right again. That's a fair question. Let's go to the Independent. This is in the United Kingdom. And uh, Donald Trump called out for, quote, racist dog whistle, end quote, in rant against Georgia prosecutors. Georgia prosecutors. Mr. Trump claims all will be revealed and his exoneration guaranteed after a presser next Monday. That's uh, the Independent. They're pretending to do news over here. Critics of Donald Trump believe he may be using racist dog whistles. You know, when they, they love this term, dog whistles, right? You know what a dog whistle is, right? It's a whistle that cannot be heard by humans. But dogs, because they have dog hearing, real good hearing, and a better range or a broader range of hearing, especially on the high end, they can hear dog whistles because there's an extremely high-end sound that is generated when you blow into a dog whistle. I'm putting my pen to my lips. And uh, you blow in a dog whistle, and people can't hear it, but your dog can hear it, or dogs can hear it, even if they're not your dog. And um, uh, so they always say dog whistle. And I, I, you know, you know what, that, what that means? That means that it wasn't said. When they accuse you of using dog whistles, that means nobody heard it because it wasn't said, because nobody said it. So it means that Democrats are making things up, usually slanderous smears when they accuse you of using dog whistles. And in reality, if anybody's using these metaphorical dog whistles, it's them. But uh, critics of Donald Trump believe may ha he may be using racist dog whistles while discussing black litigators and political opponents because they're black. So the Democrats of slavery famed hold them to a completely different standard because of their race, because they're the party of kicking you out of Woolworths when you just want to get something at the luncheonette counter. In the wake of his latest indictment, Mr. Trump was indicted yet again, this time in Georgia. On Monday, Fulton County prosecutor, radical leftist, extremist, rabid anti-Trump uh, fascist who's abusing her power, accused him of trying to manipulate the 2020 presidential election results in the Peach State. This is an English paper, you know. So uh, the president of the United States, former, went on Truth Social Media, which is kind of like ex-Twitter, but uh, his own. And he wrote, a large, complex, detailed, but irrefutable report on the presidential election fraud which took place in Georgia is almost complete and will be presented by me at a major news conference, 11 a.m. on Monday of next week in Bedminster, New Jersey. He wrote that. They're all fine with that. Based on the results of this conclusive report, he put conclusive in all caps, all charges should be dropped against me and others. There will be complete exoneration, exoneration in all caps, okay, with an exclamation mark. They never went after those that rigged the election. They only went after those that fought to find the riggers. And uh, riggers is in all caps, R-I-G-G-E-R-S, R-I-G-G-E-R-S. Now, the people at CNN have gone crazy about this, and at, at, that's repetitive and redundant, I know. And at MSDNC, where they have the Reverend Al Charlatan, who is one of America's leading racist dog whistle blowers. Can you say dog whistle blowers? Because <laughs> he's a blower of dog whistles. 
uh, and uh, racist, excuse me, uh, Doug Whistles, because he's one of the biggest racists in the United States of America. Hey, where's Tawana Brawley? Shouldn't she be running for office or something? So this is, uh, is great. So they only went after those that fought to find the riggers. Now, in this, uh, this uh, 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 post on uh, Truth Social, he capitalized, put in all caps, the word report, the word conclusive, the word exoneration, and the word riggers. That's important. And that made the news media go crazy because they're mental. And uh, also the Daily Dot radical left-wing extremists at the Daily Dot. One letter off the word he desperately wants to use. That's the headline there. Trump's post-indictment tirade accused of racist undertones. You know, Trump's tirade was not accused of anything. (laughs) So the headline is grammatically incorrect, and you reveal that you're illiterate at the Daily Dot and uh, not very bright. Catherine Higgins typed the story on behalf of the extreme leftist witch hunt lunatic fringe that is the mainstream of the Democrat Party. Uh, so let's go to uh, let's go to CNN because Jake Tapper, who's uh, a former Democrat Party Capitol Hill staffer, he's got a TV show on CNN, and they pay him a lot of money to say stuff like this. Trump on Truth Social yesterday wrote, "quote They never went after those that rigged the election." They only went after those that fought to find the riggers, a word that I'm not particularly familiar with, riggers. He's not particularly familiar with that. Well, if you go to the Cambridge English Dictionary, you might find all of the definitions that you need. If you go to any dictionary, you might find the definition that you need. If you were literate and were familiar with your primary language, the English language, then you might be. When I first heard the word, I used to live on the West Coast, and if you work in the oil industry, you work in an oil rig, and you, you know, you do the uh, the the work there. You're called a rigger, uh, but that's not the application here. The application you'll find in the Cambridge English Dictionary: someone who arranges dishonestly for the result of something, comma, for example, an election, comma, to be changed. That's uh, right there in the in the dictionary. It's in the dictionary anywhere. Anywhere you might look, uh, honestly, it's uh, pretty amazing. But if you're a Democrat, then you pretend you don't know the meaning of the word so that you can call people racist, even though you abort 40% of the black population of the United States and give out an award named the Margaret Sanger Award for doing that. And she was a racist eugenicist. And you're the party of Jefferson Davis of the Confederate States of America, Nathan Bedford Forrest of the White Knights of the KKK. You're the party of Jim Crow. You're the party of standing in schoolhouse doors. You're the party, you know, the guy that uh, shot and killed Martin Luther King, James Earl Ray. He was a Democrat Party campaign volunteer um, up until hours before he shot Martin Luther King. You're the party of the soft bigotry of low expectations. You're the racists, okay? And uh, so there's uh, Jake Tapper, and, and it's uh, Truth Social. Uh, and I, I'm not particularly familiar with that word. Well, you're dumber than you look. He's, he got uh, a job in journalism because he dated Monica Lewinsky, went a date with Monica Lewinsky. Jake Tapper on CNN. Trump's choice of words uh, is not an accident after spending days making racist attacks against Fonnie Willis, the black woman leading the prosecution against him uh, in a- Atlanta. The racist attacks against Fonnie. 
you can't pronounce it Fanny, it's funny because it's a Zwahili name. Not that her parents were lunatics, her Black Panther racist father, radical extremist, but never mind that. And then they brought on this woman who's supposed to be a Republican. She's a fake Republican, Elisa Farah Griffin. She was on with uh, Jake Tapper to fan the flames, to stoke the flames of racial division in the United States. With Trump, you don't need to look for a dog whistle. It's, it's a bullhorn uh, when it comes to, to race. And I, I do think that's deliberate. We've seen the I do I mean, think. slanderous attacks that he's, he's uh, put out against uh, Fonnie Willis. You know, things I won't even repeat. So he's not really she won't hiding, even repeat um, them. that he's going to lean into that element. You're a racist. That's the message every day, every hour. Uh, here's Alyssa for uh, Griffin. This is in, you know, taking place just outside of Atlanta. When you saw the court, Atlanta, it was a lot of black men and women serving in that courtroom. The fact that he's introducing race into this prosecution Listen. surprises me. It's disgusting. It's textbook Donald Trump, but it comes as no surprise. Yeah, it, yeah, it surprises me. It's textbook Donald Trump, but it comes as no surprise. Well, I'm sorry, what? The fact that he's introducing race into this surprises me, but it comes as no surprise. It surprises you, but it comes as no surprise. It's low IQ theater on uh, CNN, and it's a dog whistle, you know. Hmm. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, switch over to MSDNC, where they have the always reliably racist uh, Reverend Al Charlatan. The racial language. I mean, using uh, a mm. word that rhymes with the N-word. Donald rhymes. Trump himself, their leader, using the term rigors, which uh, clearly yep. rhymes with the It rhymes. I mean, this is not exactly. 10 years ago. Exactly. It's not 10 years ago. Hey, you guys, put down the ropes and the trees, why don't you? The Reverend Al Charlatan. He, and within the last 24 hours, used the term rigors. Is this the kind of party the Republicans want to show the country that they are? If you're going to have a martini tomorrow night on Friday, you should not use a jigger. You should probably use a shaker because, you know, the Democrats might lynch you for it. Uh, there's a another radical left-wing dimwit by the name of Jonathan Lemire. I think he's like the chief White House correspondent for the Associated Press or something completely absurd like that. Trump has used, of course, that racist and inflammatory language for so long and only leading into it further as he's dealing with whether it's this judge who is African-American or D.A. Alvin Bragg of Manhattan, a black man. This a is black something man. that he's putting central to his defense and his supporters are following their lead. And all the supporters are racist, too, because he used a word which, according to the Oxford, uh, excuse me, Cambridge English Dictionary, someone who arranges dishonestly for the result of something, for example, an election to be changed, or a baseball game, or a boxing match, or maybe your kid's uh, highlight uh, game, or whatever, uh, whatever you rig when you rig something. But uh, there it is. Um, if you use... Words that rhyme with words. <laughs> of course, if you're a rapper, you can use the word a hundred times and win the Pulitzer Prize. Yeah, if you're Kendrick Lamar, use the word with alacrity. Use it uh, often. Use it daily. Use it frequently. And win the Pulitzer Prize, even though they don't give Pulitzer Prizes for music, much less rap music. But use it a thousand times. You don't need to find other words that rhyme with it. Just use that word again and again. And the Democrats will give you awards. I have to be the most inept charlatan in the country.
Trump himself, their leader, using the term rigors, which uh, clearly rhymes with the N-word. The River Dallas Charlatan seems to have been somewhat triggered by that. I think it was triggered. I think it was triggered by... And uh, Jake Tapper's been in television ever since he dated Monica Lewinsky a long time ago. When you're in television, you have riggers that work in television. You have grips, and you have uh, gaffers, and you have riggers, and and R-I-G-G-E-R-S, and uh, not R-I-G-O-R, you know, that thing that Joe Biden has too much of, but no brain cells. I would fact check that true. He would fact check that true. That's, uh, that's That's our media. That's our media. Um, and again, if you, if you speak the English language, which maybe you should if you're paid seven figures by a news media organization to be an anchorman, uh, the, you know, the term the baseball game is rigged, a fight is rigged. Uh, who do you think does the rigging? It's fixed. It's crooked. Uh, let's uh, grab a quick call. Let's go to Jim calling from Gainesville, Virginia. Jimmy, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris, you've got parachute riggers, and uh, I'm a former Army Airborne (laughs) uh, paratrooper, but uh, if you've been in a warehouse uh, at Fort Bragg where they're packing parachutes, they're screaming that word across the room all the time, rigger, rigger. So I guess Secretary of Defense Austin and thoroughly modern Millie will have to immediately take steps to eliminate that word from the lexicon and also revoke the parachute rigger badge that's authorized for a certified rigger. So, I mean, Democrats just need to get a life. What would they call them if they didn't call them riggers? Maybe packers. They could call them packers. I guess so, yeah. A parachute packer, parachute packer. Yeah, you know, packers, but, uh, packers. Yeah. That would fit in better with the Democrats' agenda. And thoroughly modern Millie, don't you think, Jim? I do. Yeah, packers. Call them packers instead. Yeah, riggers, uh, you work on oil rigs, you work on sailing vessels, you work on ships, uh, and uh, you might rig a fight or a baseball game or an election. Maybe these guys, I'm going to send Tapper a dictionary. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.